Welcome to the Creator's Mind, sharing stories of creatives, hopefully inspiring you to chase your dream. I am your host, Justin Ortiz. Will Thompson is a Sacramento-based photographer, and today shares his story of not becoming a photographer, but becoming an ambassador to put Sacramento on the map. Along the way, shares his journey of creating Good Ink, a company that focuses on good vibes and giving back to the creative community. Let's get started. So we're live so right we're now. We're live. Figure it out. This is it. <laughs> so, alright, give me like your background story on like how you came from like where you are right now to like that from like college or like growing up in SAC yeah. and everything else. Um, so, like thinking big picture or looking at it big picture, I've always been into like architecture, um, city planning. When I was growing up, I wanted to be an architect or a city planner or like an urban designer. Um, not an urban designer, but mm -hmm. urban planner. Yeah. Um, or a developer. And that's what I actually, I went to school when I got into photography. I was at Sac State and I was, um, can't. I had my major was business, but I was minoring in um, uh, development. Okay. So like real estate, commercial development, that mm -hmm. type of stuff. Um, and that kind of was what led me into photography in a weird way. So how weird do you mean? Like just, you just like, picked up a camera. So I actually started through Instagram. Um, it back in 2011, actually. So I was oh, one okay. of the first. Probably I was in, I was one of the first million people. I was able to look it up at one point. <laughs> I was like one million or something. So it was early on in Instagram. Um, I had just got the iPhone four actually at the time. Okay. Uh, and I got it like for my birthday or something. And I was like, oh, this is dope. But I was like, why is this like? I was like, why is the iPhone tight? Like everyone's <laughs> like the iPhone sick. But it wasn't doing anything for me. I was like, yeah. this isn't even cool. And then someone was like, you got to download apps. I was like, oh, okay, I got to get some apps. <laughs> so I went on the app store and I just downloaded a bunch of apps. And one of them was Instagram. Okay. This was when Instagram first came out. I just randomly downloaded it. I didn't really know what it was. So I clicked on it. I started uh, an account. I created a username and it was like my email address. And that was my username for a long time was my email address. <laughs> it was it was WDT2531, which is like <laughs> my initials and um, my old basketball numbers. Okay. So for a long time, that was my username. Um, so I downloaded the app and I was looking through it and there were super dope, like architecture photos. Mm -hmm. Like, cause back then there was, there were no selfies. There weren't yeah. even hashtags. It was just photos. And there was a lot of photos of yeah, like Chicago. Yeah, it's way back. <clears throat> it was like a bunch of photos of Chicago, New York, San Francisco, like dope architecture, skyline photos. And I was super into that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is dope. I like this. I like this. This is really cool. So this is the same day I'm looking through it and I'm like, this is really cool, but I don't see anything of Sacramento. And I was like, I wanna, I wanna do this in Sacramento. I wanna take a bunch of photos of like the architecture because I'm super into that stuff. So I can go out and take photos of architecture and, and make it look tight and put it on Instagram. And so like that same night that I downloaded and everything, I downloaded at like 11 o'clock. So this is like one o'clock in the morning now <laughs> and I'm just like super inspired. So I go outside and I was living downtown at the time and I'm walking around, I'm like, oh, this is not as easy as I thought. <laughs> like, there's nothing really going on. It's, it's dark. 
I was like, I gotta find something to post. So I went to the city hall and it was all lit up at night. Mm -hmm. And I took a shot of the city hall and posted it. And that was my first photo. It's still up there now. You can go back. Like, you can go back and see it. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> like, it's an iPhone 4 photo at night with, like, one of those old filters. You know, yeah. the filters that you used to throw on them and it had the borders around yeah. it? It's still up right now, dude. It's, it's one of those crazy. pictures you just can't get rid of because it's so Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's iconic, man. Yeah, it, was so that, it was that moment. Like, the same day <laughs> I downloaded Instagram, I decided I was going to be, like, not necessarily be a photographer, but I decided I was going to be this the ambassador of Sacramento mm -hmm. on Instagram. Like I was going to put it on and make it look dope. <laughs> and that was like my first attempt. Your first attempt? Yeah, was, okay. yeah. Putting on for Sacramento, like showing Sacramento looking cool. I felt like I had this understanding of, of lines and design and buildings and architecture and bridges and stuff. I felt like I saw things a little differently than everyone else. So I was like, I'm going to make it look dope. Like I'm going to show everyone that this is cool too. Not just, you know, Chicago, New York, yeah. San Francisco, LA. It's a little gem of California. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I can show, okay. I can make this look cool. <laughs> so that was my mission at first. And so like a lot of my old photos are just like downtown, like architecture <laughs> photos. Like, Was it mainly, how long were you in the iPhone before you're like, all right, I got to upgrade? Oh man. Uh, I think it was like two, two or three years. There you go. I was rocking with the <laughs> iPhone for a long time. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to be a photographer at yeah. first. I just was like, I'd always tell people like, oh, I'm just a guy with the iPhone. Like, and people were hitting me up like, yo, can you do a shoot for us? And I was like, nah. Oh, I got an iPhone. <laughs> uh, it's my iPhone, I can't do it. I actually did, actually did one shoot with my iPhone for someone. They were like, they were starting a catering business and they needed some photos of their food. And mm -hmm. I, was, I told them like, all I have is my iPhone. And they were like, that's fine. Can you do it for us? <laughs> I was like, all right, I tried it. You got yeah. it. Got yeah. those a filter app or like the editing apps and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it came out cool. They liked it. It worked out. I don't know if their business is still going, but <laughs> I got the photos, though. Hey, what do you got? It's still a tool. Yeah, You know, exactly. everything you got, it's like, I don't know. For me, it was seeing all these, like, like going to meetups and anything else. They're like, I don't have a Sony or have, like, the latest Nikons. Like, dude, it's... Not really right. that. It's like no. I I started with like the entry level Nikon for like six years. I'm like, all right, I mastered this. Yeah. Okay, I think it's time to get get something a little bit more right. on my level. But now, yeah. Um, I think what what was the plan after college? Uh, I didn't really have a pro. Uh, uh, I didn't really have a plan. That was kind of my issue at the time. Was yeah. like I didn't really want to do that. I just was going to college because everyone told me like, you gotta go to college, go you to gotta college. graduate. Yeah. Like, you gotta get your degree, then you gotta get a job, the state, the county, whatever, get a good job, and then, you know, settle down like everyone else does, you know? I know, like that little plan of just like, go to school, go to college, and work. Right. But now it's like, you're working like 40 plus hours a week, yeah. and then you're just like, living for the weekends and yeah. it's like, how, I don't know, that's for me, it does not seem like- It's miserable. It's man. not, it's like not how you live, like, no. yeah. It's like probably the millennials talking right, right <laughs> like right, and right. we just like oh yeah it's just work but seeing like my parents and talking about it like i had a conversation with my mom last night just saying like dude it just i'm not trying to just be part of the machine right just fall right in yeah. line with everybody else right because yeah. everything else like i'm not sure you could relate it's like it's just a gear like you're just a gear in this yeah. whole grand scheme of things and once you rust out or fail you just get tossed and replaced yeah. and yeah. it's not about it's like what's life man i'd rather live it on my terms yeah exactly so when did you feel like you had a pivot moment, like working, what did you do in that time when you said, all right, I'm going to leave and start 
said I think good. It was uh, I think a lot of it was my my family around me. Yeah. Like my mom and my brothers and stuff were telling me like, you're really good at this. You should buy a camera and you should do this. And I was always telling people, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a photographer. Because I didn't know what that even meant, you know? Like, I didn't know yeah. any photographers. I didn't, I never owned a camera. So I was super intimidated by that. And I was like, nah, that's not, that's not me, you know? <laughs> but then it, I just, enough people kind of were, were mentioning it and bringing it up to the point where I was like, all right, I'll get a camera and I'll, I'll try this out. And then from there, it was like, no looking back. I just fell in love with it. And, um, it it took me, it took the profession, I guess. It made it a professional kind of thing, I yeah. guess I should say. Um, and it, it pushed me, like, I was motivated by the idea that, oh, I spent money on this, now I have to do this, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I have to make this legit. And Is that when you decided, said, all right, I'm, I'm just going to leave this conventional or, like, right. mundane life and just say, if I'm going to start something. And you then you, yeah. st- you started Good Ink. Right. Yes. And then um, what, can you explain what Good Ink is? So Good Ink wasn't even really intentionally started. Um, after I just got my camera and I was kind of making a name for myself mm-hmm. here in Sacramento. And uh, I was kind of one of the people that people looked up to. Okay. As far as like being an influencer and doing cool stuff. And so I was getting a bunch of people hitting me up constantly. Hey man, like let's go shoot or can you show me this or I'm trying to learn like I'm trying to you know a lot of people just hit me up constantly and I was like I can't I can't accommodate everyone you know <laughs> it was just getting to the point where it's too much I was meeting up with people here and there but it was it was too many people all asking kind of the same general questions and I was noticing like okay there's a void here in Sacramento I don't know if it's everywhere but it's definitely here in Sacramento where, where people need help you know like people are trying to take that next step. And it's something that, that I did personally. And I, I wish I had someone to mm-hmm. look up to, to kind of show me what to do and how to, how to turn yourself into a professional and how to find different spots, reach out to, um, reach out to places and market a little bit, you know? Like I wish I had that person when I was coming up. So I just decided I'm gonna be that person. And it really started with the, with the Good Tuesdays. Um, so like I said, all these people were hitting me up. They want to shoot, let's meet up. So I decided, okay, on Tuesday, this was four years ago, I think, three years ago? Yeah. I said on Tuesday, I'll be at, the first spot was out, out in Yolo County. I just decided like, everyone meet me here. We're gonna catch sunset, we'll shoot. And I can kind of, you know, have a place where everyone can come, ask me questions, get everyone together, meet up get to know each other like the idea of a meetup um but here in sacramento and during the week so it's like if you're about that life you're yeah, coming you know yeah, yeah sometimes on the weekend like people who are just kind of into it as a fad you know like oh it's kind of cool we'll go in just yeah. check it out on a weekend i yeah. got nothing else to I'm do i'm like if somebody shows up on a tuesday they're really about it yeah. you know that's why i picked tuesday um so the first one had like 11 people come and it, I really didn't intend for it to be a thing. It mm-hmm. wasn't even called Good Tuesdays. I just said, yo, this Tuesday, we're going to meet up and hang out. And uh, everyone loved it. They were like, this is dope. And I was like, cool, let's do it again next week, next Tuesday. And they were like, yeah. 
And then the name just came up. Like, we got to call it something. We need a hashtag. That's what it was. <laughs> we need a hashtag. Because back then, hashtags were huge. So we need a hashtag. Like, right, when they right. first started, like, oh, you can hashtag. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay. It was, like, hashtags were effective back then, you know? <laughs> so they were like, oh, what about Good Tuesdays? And I was like, yeah. But there was someone with Good Tuesdays with an S that was already out there. So yeah. we, we did a Good Tuesdays with a Z. And then, so then again, we met next week. And there was, like, 20 people the next week. And then people were super into it, and it just kind of spun out of control. And then we did the, we did the whole summer. We ended up doing 15 weeks. And 15 weeks, like every week of 15. Every week, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, that was back in what year? That was 2000. That would have been 15, I think. Okay. 15. Um, and it just turned into a thing. And, like, that's when the Good Ink community really grew. Okay. That's when you had. From Good Tuesdays. When you had that, like, okay, we could, yeah. we could start expanding And I was this. like, oh, wow. People are loving this. And it was my opportunity to give people that information that I didn't have. Yeah. That that I wanted. Because, like, we did, we got up to the rooftop of a couple buildings and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, we went to some spots that are kind of, like, unknown in Sacramento. Like, these are the type of things that I would have wanted when I was coming up. Like, put me in a position to be successful. Like, like show me. Yeah. Show me how to do it. How do I reach out to hotels? How do I like link up with models that was when the models started getting involved was at the good tuesdays um a couple other photographers bought models and everyone you know kind of went in and did their thing and a lot of people just discovered like oh i'm super into shooting models you know <laughs> so though just creating opportunities and in, in creating that community really grew from good tuesdays okay i do it for the love man like I do it because I love it and I do it because I get awesome feedback from people yeah because like, helping out the community yeah you know? and that's that's what really kept me going because it's exhausting man 15 yeah. weeks in a row trying to find different spots yeah. and, and organizing it putting it all together like reaching out to different places trying to get us cool locations and stuff was exhausting and I was like I'm done but people were loving it man they're giving me awesome feedback like man thanks so much dude this is a great opportunity I was like, no, nah, I can't stop. Yeah. You know? And this is, we're doing it again this year. We're doing it at the end of the month. It starts mm-hmm. up again. And this is the fourth year. And every year after I do it, I'm like, nah, no more, man. Like, <laughs> it's too much. And people just hit me up. Like, well, when's Good Tuesday <laughs> starting again? And I'm like, well, I have yeah, to. You got to do it now. <laughs> I have to. Because it, it really isn't about me, you know? I mean, yeah. It's about the community. So I'm like, well, it's a, it's a small sacrifice for a huge community. yeah huge game for a lot of people I know when I first like it wasn't good Tuesday but when I went to the workshop with uh, Abel and Lucas yeah. I was like damn we got it. this is this is like I never seen this or like experienced this somewhere in like San Francisco area right, it's right. like an organization or group or for the community like, or just workshops like so consistently right and I was like dude and the fact that you do it for the community and for the love like dude like yeah I definitely gravitated towards it. Like, right, right. got to. Yeah. So, like, and yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's what's really been kind of the driving force is, like, that's what keeps negative people and haters away is, like, mm-hmm. everything is so positive. Yeah. Because there's been, you know, there's been people who are not, you know, the most positive type of people that have come to Good Tuesdays and come to the meetups and come to different things, and they just, they don't fit in, you know? Because it starts, it starts with, I feel like it starts with me. If mm-hmm. I'm positive and if I'm giving out a positive vibe the whole time like it forces everyone to be like that yeah and that's that's all it really and that's all it's ever been is is fun 
positive like community type thing and so people that don't fit in with that they just don't come back yeah. you know like <laughs> it doesn't change it nev- <laughs> we never change like people either adapt or they just they don't just like don't. it and they just don't come you know yeah because if you're not really like we're not gonna change for you or you're gonna right. say that exactly. we're just here for a good time and everything yeah. else that's why yeah. we when we meet up like we don't do like name tags like yeah. oh at whatever like because it's not about that like when you show up you don't know who's who you know yeah everyone's equal everyone <laughs> has a camera no like no one cares how many followers you have like we're all the same you know we're Dude, all here i know to have fun get some photos <laughs> and like hang out you know what i mean love it getting's been going on for how many years now since you established uh, it at like 2000 this i say 2014 14? but I, I don't remember if it was 2014 2015 so about like three four years yeah so within three four years like producing all this great stuff for the community but when you actually like when you feel tired you feel like all right i don't think i want to do this for a little bit i need to take a little step back right. or like like yeah. how do you combat that like do you take a little time away um like, i haven't really taken any any steps back or any breaks yet um a lot of it just man it comes from the people like i don't know if you've seen like all reach out on my on my page and i'll be like hey guys what should we do next like what are you looking for from good ink mm-hmm. that's kind of how the workshop started was um it's just like I always want to be doing more and pushing more and I, and I was getting a lot of feedback from people because when we first started a lot of people had iPhones you know mm-hmm. then a lot of people started getting cameras and they're like oh we don't know how to use our cameras and then oh we're editing but we don't really know how to edit <laughs> and so that's how Lightroom and Chill started was yeah. a lot of people were like okay now we're editing photos we don't know what the hell we're doing and so we started Lightroom and Chill which was originally an idea that started with um, a couple of people in the R Street lofts, so just mm-hmm. right down the street from here. Um, our friend Tina, Felipe, I think Sophia went, and Mario. And it was just like, literally just chilling at the house, editing in Lightroom, and called it Lightroom and Chill. <laughs> and people were hitting me up, what is Lightroom and Chill? Like, I wanna go, I wanna go. And I'm like, we can't have everyone in her house. Like, <laughs> so that's when we got a space and um, rented a, a space at a, a co-working place in downtown um, and then about 15 20 people showed up and the idea my original idea was just everyone hangs out edits kind of share ideas like more like chill mm-hmm. but when we got to the space it was set up like a classroom and they had a projector and a screen up on the wall and Andrew Kinder was there A.V. Kinder, um, and he decided to hook up his laptop to the screen on the projector and kind of show people how he does stuff in Lightroom. And that's that was really when it turned into like a workshop, you know? Because yeah. originally it was just supposed to be Lightroom and chill, like we're just here chilling, hanging out, exchanging ideas, like, you know, more more of a kickback kind more of thing. More kickback and just enjoy the yeah. company and, and like just, learn something He decided new. to kind of just show everyone what he does it made it like a workshop and people loved it and so I was like well let's do it again next week <laughs> or it was like uh, two weeks later or something like that and we had uh, Mario Maynard Chrome do the same thing plug into the lap plug into the projector go up on the screen and then that's when that just took off man and I was like oh damn all right well guess now we do workshops <laughs> you know because it was people loved it they were getting a lot of value out of it the instructors like doing it they like giving back to the community like that and it was awesome (laughs) 
And so now we do, obviously, Photoshop, social media. We still do Lightroom. Um, we're doing a modeling one at the end of the month. Uh, we're doing business ones, how to grow your business, wedding photography, like all kinds of stuff. So it's just, it's about like, that's what motivates me is just listening to the people. And like, what do you want? Like, And accommodating to Yeah, them. and then like, okay, let's figure out that's, how we can do that. How we can do it and make it affordable for people. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, because there's so many workshops out there that are, you know, $800. I try to figure out ways to make it to where as many people can go as possible, you know? Yeah. And so that's how we, we partner with different places and we try to get sponsorships and stuff to keep the cost low so that people can get their information and not have to, because, you know, we're photographers, we're broke, dude. Like, <laughs> let's keep it real. Like, if we do have money, we're buying gear, you know what I mean? Like, so that's how the workshops kind of grew was out of Lightroom and Chill, which yeah. is just a, a kind of a basic idea. If it's something basic just happens yeah so natural you know yeah. that one little seeds like dude this is yeah this is dope yeah so when so you said you were by yourself throughout this time so i know i think abel and lucas abel, lucas and then and, uh, uh, alberto alberto yeah is came on board so when did how did and then it said angie your girlfriend helped angie, out yeah so how angie did, was huge how do they help out with them building something so great for right. this community angie was was huge in the in the beginning because I was doing Good Tuesdays through direct messages on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you know, you can only send 15 direct messages at once <laughs> in, the, in one group. So I had, I think, like 20 groups of people and I would pick the location for Good Tuesdays and send it in the group DM. And I would send 20 groups of, you know, DMs. And she was like, why don't you just get a mailing list? And I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and so she helped me get the mailing list, help me start the website, and kind of just streamline things and make it more legit, you know? Because before it was just, you know, I'm just messing around doing stuff. Um, and so that really helped take things to the next level. And then, uh, so just recently we brought on Lucas, Abel, and Alberto. Um, and so we're still kind of figuring out what their roles are gonna be, but mostly it's just helping me do more helping the good ink do more mm -hmm. you know because it was getting to the point where it's overwhelming for me yeah there's so much more that i want to do but i just can't because of time you know? yeah and so to have more people there more ideas um, more inspiration we're able to do just more so now we're really picking up on the workshops and we're picking up on the trips we have a lot more trips planned too no so i know you had big sir so how did those trips get started because i know good yeah. ink has they had the Eastern Sierra trip. Yeah, yeah. They had Yosemite. Right. I was. I really wanted to go to yeah, that one. Yeah. That was and one. then you had a, another Big Sur. So you yeah, had like a couple of that. Two Big Sur's. We've done, uh, I think, like eight or ten of them yeah. so far. Um, and that just kind of started organically too. I did a trip to Death Valley mm -hmm. with, um, I think, like five people. Yeah. And I rented an SUV. And I was like, I'm going to Death Valley. Who wants to go? So I've got five people, two models, and then three homies. So there were six of us in like a big expedition. And we drove from here to Death Valley. So we went down 395 and hit all the spots. And I was just kind of documenting it on my story. Um, and people were like, yo, I want to go next time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well. You know, it was just kind of a trip with the homies. Like, they're like, yo, I'll pay you if you take me. 
I was like, damn. I love the idea of Instagram meetups. I love the, the Good Tuesdays. But I felt like, and that's really what kind of has driven Good Ink as well. It's like, I want to do, I want to figure out what's next. Yeah. What's the next thing? What's the next step? And I thought, it's cool to meet up in SAC, but I, we got to get people to these dope locations. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a photographer in SAC and you're like, well, how do I step my game up to the next level? I'm like, don't just shoot here. Go travel. And you're like, yeah, but I don't know how to, like, I can't. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like driving or, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know all these spots. I'm like, okay, I know the spots. I'll take you there, dude. Like, I'll show you. And so that's how that spawned out of just a simple road trip with the homies, you know? Yeah. Like, and when people saw it, they were like, I want to go. Take me with you. <laughs> all right. So then we started started renting the vans and just loading people up and taking people to, to dope spots and and people absolutely love those, man. Like, Dude. people that go are hooked. Well, I say, once you go once, like, you're hooked. And people, they always come back. So as long as their schedule's open, like, they're, they're coming know. back for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> My schedule never aligns. Yeah, I know. Every, every time yeah. I try to plan a trip, I was like, dang it. Give me, like, four weeks. I know, huh? <laughs> I know. That's, we're trying to, like, plan ahead more. We're working on Joshua Tree right now. Um, and then Yosemite again, too, because... Somebody's looking sick with yeah. the waterfalls. With the waterfalls and everything. Yeah. I still have not been. Really? I've never ah. been to Yosemite yet. I have to go. Come I know. On, so when I so when I started photography, it's like, all right, I'm just going to use it as a way to explore yeah. and everything else. And that's what that's how I got started. Like, dude, I went to travel. I got yeah. my camera. I was like, all right, we're, let's take some pictures. And yeah. then now I was like, crap, I got to go see more. Right. <laughs> it is so much more in your own backyard, especially in California, that it just like, we're missing out on something. Yeah. Like you have to. Like I've lived in the Bay Area my like, whole entire life. Yeah. And the, I just started tapping into. Right. Like, There's so much out there. There's too, so man. much. Yeah. So, when you actually go, I I know like because looking at your whole entire like Instagram and everything mm-hmm. else is like what I love about it is just like, but it's the community and that that's how right. it, it's like so great. So, but nowadays and since you started back in instagram in a while like a while back mm-hmm. <laughs> like it first yeah. came out yeah like how did you see that grow in this like good and bad way for like the creative community um i mean i think it's important to understand what instagram is you mm-hmm. know and use it as a tool i think people get caught up in the lifestyle of instagram mm-hmm. a little bit too much um yeah, I think it it can be an awesome tool, but it can also be like detrimental if you use it in the wrong way. Like if you get caught up in the trends too much or the kind of the drama that comes along with Instagram, mm-hmm. it can be negative. Um, I just think there's so much so much out there, and there's a lot of negative stuff. Yeah, you know, so unfortunately. I usually get caught up in the numbers and everything else. Yeah, like, dude, exactly. I gotta stop. Exactly. Put this away. Just yeah. not touch it for like a good yeah. few days and just not post and everything else right. and see how it goes. Like, just, yeah, I think it's important to just understand that it's a tool. So when when I use Instagram for myself or for the business, it's really just just to reach people. You know, mm-hmm. it's not to give myself an ego boost or get anything more out of it than just like this is a tool to reach people to talk to people to bring people into something that I feel like we're, we're trying to build something that's bigger than Instagram that's that's outside of Instagram you know yeah 
And Instagram is just a, a marketing tool that we use to reach people, to bring people in. Just okay. enjoying it for what it is and not thinking too much about it or, or you know, buying too much into the, the Instagram lifestyle, you know? But I think I've built like so many friendships mm-hmm. around Instagram. Like that's what drives me. It's like if I'm feeling like in a rut or whatever, I'm like, yo, Felipe, let's go shoot, dude. Like, let's go do something, you know? And then so when I go out with the homies and I shoot and I get shots, like I instantly just want to share it with people. You know what I mean? Like that's how, that's just really how I look at it. It's like, I'm just sharing these awesome moments it's, with people. Like, it's like that first time when you downloaded it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta put I want, sack. cause like, it's my mom on there. Yeah. It's my grandma, it's my aunts, my uncles. Like all my friends are on there. So I want them to see like the stuff that I'm doing and the things that I'm, I'm seeing like, and see it from my perspective. Cause I know they see it and they, Cause every time I see them, I'm like, oh, it's crazy! You're doing all this cool stuff, and I'm like, that's dope. <laughs> that's what really, that's what drives me. So, like, you can never really get tired of that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just that can keep you going. It's just like every picture I realized. Yeah, it comes out the same. Looks not as much. And right. The job as a creator, as a creative, is to see how what you see. Right. And make it come to life. Yeah. And everything else, like I see this at the moment. I see all these yeah. colors. I see this yeah. motion. But it all just looks the same. Like it's not the purpose of like of saying, "Oh my God, this looks super cool." Like people are gonna like it. It's like, no, right. I this is the this is how I see right. the world. That's the and that's what I always tell people is that's the the magic of photography is, mm-hmm. is being able to show other people how you see the world. Like because I feel like I see some I, I see things differently than you see it. You see things differently than I see it. And, you know, everyone kind of views the world through their own their own scope and their own lens. Mm-hmm. And the magic of photography is being able to capture it and share it with other people, share your perspective. And so that when you know when people see it, they're like, dude, that's crazy. Like, I live right down the street from that. I've never looked at it like that, or I've never seen it look like that, you know? I'm like, yeah, because that's you know my perspective of it. So I hear photographers say like, oh, I'm kind of scared to do this because it's been done before, or like Bro. they're not good enough. Dude, you love what you do. Right. It doesn't even matter about that. Yep. So, how would you do inspirational words or like motivation? Someone like if you heard that question before, like I don't know if I should do this because because X, like, I, I hear that a lot, man. And like I think it's you know like kind of what I was talking about. Your perspective is different than anyone's perspective. Like you can go. I mean, how many people have been to the Tunnel View in Yosemite? Yeah. You know. And like I go, I've been a million times, and I still go back because. <laughs> First of all, because it's amazing and I want to see it, <laughs> but also because I think the way I see it's different than, than the way everyone else sees it, mm-hmm. you know? And every time I go, I feel like it changed. Like, I've changed, I've grown as a person, I've changed as a person, as a photographer. So I'm always on to go back and take another photo, and it's gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the crazy thing is, I'll have, I have the same camera, the same gear, the same equipment, I'll go back to the same places, and it'll be different. And my photos will come out different because I've changed as a person, I've grown as a person, uh, as a photographer, like, like there's, there's something more to a photo than just standing there and snapping the shutter. At least there should be. Like, if, mm. if there isn't, then maybe, you know, photography's not for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, it, if you don't feel some type of way about the photos that you're taking, like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be taking photos, yeah. you know? If you're just doing it just to share, just to put it on Instagram and, and to 
you know, get likes, like, that's going to fade. You know, you mm. see so many people come into Instagram and they're hot for a minute and they're posting all the time and then it kind of goes away mm-hmm. because, you know, they're doing it just for Instagram and they realize there's really, there's nothing there, you know? I think that's, that's key in photography, man, is, is working with other people and being around other people because you can get in creative rets, you can get down on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things can happen when you're just by yourself. Um, but when you're with other people, you draw so much inspiration and so much creativity from other people. It's it's huge, man. Like, I'll, I've done road trips by myself, mm-hmm. and I've done road trips with groups of people, and I love doing the trips with people. Like, road trips by myself are cool because I can push myself, like, crazy harder than, than most people can. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll drive, I'll hit six states in one day or something like that you know <laughs> like other people are like nah bro like this is not cool like no it's a little not much reasonable yeah but um when i go with other people like i you know i just see things i didn't expect to see uh-huh. or they they mention something or you know i'll say oh damn i didn't i never looked at it like that i never thought about it like that just draw so much inspiration from from other people and they they keep you going and they make you shoot more and do more you know mm-hmm. so that's man, that's why i think community is huge in photography and I, I think uh, it's kind of a newer idea too you know back in the day people kind of held secrets in because I, I think it was you know photography was kind of a secretive kind of industry or business like people didn't want to share their what they're using or what they're doing or their settings but now it's like man we live in a, a YouTube world you know like Anyone can go get information off of YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever, so you might as well be the person, like, to help, like, to helping out. Yeah, yeah. Like, why not? <laughs> it's that, and also it's like you show them something, like, and then at the end of the day, it's like they're not gonna have your drive or have your eye or anything else. Right. Like, but we could give you the tools to gain yep. that, you know. Yep. So it's like this is the hustle of it. You yeah. Know? It just look. Yes, you could like teach everything, all these secrets. Like, dude, at the end of the day, it's like. I'd rather give it to everybody else for free and just yeah. figure it out because at the end of the yeah. day, if you if you love what you do, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna do you're gonna make something out of that knowledge. Yeah. You know? I think another thing that's that's been big is like the strength in numbers. You know, like Warriors fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there He's a Sacramento like, Kings fan guy, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> um, the ability to have a community and to have numbers has opened up opportunities for yeah. all of us as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're organized and we're we're more effective, we're able to, you know, legitimize what we're doing. Um, and so now we've been able to create opportunities where people are like, oh, good ink, like yeah, you know, we'll we'll host you guys or we'll we'll put on this event for you guys. Like we want you to be here. Um, and so that having the numbers has been huge you know mm-hmm. if it's just me by myself like okay I have you know a good amount of followers or whatever but if I'm able to say hey I'm gonna show up and there's gonna be 80 people and they're all they all have followers and they all do amazing things and you know some are portrait photographers some are architecture photographers like we're all different like it brings so much more value to the group it makes us like more valuable as a whole and we're able to go to dope places and get in and get free stuff and, and do t- different types of things, you know? It's a good melting pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, not one, like, one eye. It's like so yeah. many that yeah. could complement each other. Yep. 
it makes us so much more effective as a group. Um, and that's, you know, that's just another benefit of coming together and working mm-hmm. together. I would say reach out, man. Reach out. Yeah. Um, people would be surprised, like, people are shocked when people reach out to me. Like, mm-hmm. um, someone just asked me yesterday, they were asking me, um, oh, I got a, a, a shot from Joshua Tree. And this guy DM'd me. And I always check, even my requests, I check them, like, just to see. And he DM'd me and he asked me about, like, he was like, hey, man, what were your settings? Like, I, I went to Joshua Tree and I, I got a shot and it wasn't anything like yours. And then I was like, hey, man, like, went right back at him, like, um, you know, this this was my settings. This is what I normally try to do in, in, at sunset. And he sent me a photo, like, what he did. And I kind of gave him, you know, a little bit of a critique on what he did and how it could be better and he was like man i didn't expect you to to respond like <laughs> and i'm like man you never know like that person that you look up to or that you aspire to be like just reach out to them and see you never know like and they'll give you information i would say reach out talk to people connect just that's go, how you get better just go for it go for it exactly shoot your shot yeah that's right that's right <laughs> Dope. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Good times. All right. You can't. You guys can't hear this. But that's a right. handshake. That's, right a there. Hand, that's a handshake hope, right there. Hope that picked up. That did pick up. <laughs> that is a wrap. Hold on. Yeah. The Creator's Mind is produced by me. If you enjoy what you heard, please don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.